Yo, 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 what's good, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Improv with Hav. This is your boy, Improv Hav, on the microphone. I'm happy to be back. It's good to be back. Um, I've been messing around because I, I had a lot this week to do with this episode. And um, I said, you know what? Let me wait. Let me wait to the the very end of the week to put this together because I felt like I had so much to say and so much went on this week. So hopefully I didn't keep y'all waiting. Um, just shout out again to everybody who's listening. Man, um, I think we're at actively 30 listeners. Come on, somebody. I was not active at all. So <laughs> this is all game for me. And um, and sh- I think we almost have uh, 200 views. 200 uh, hits, so we're at like one high one something, so um, it's, it's getting there, so hopefully by this week we'll crack uh, 200, uh, it'll be another milestone for Improv with Hav, which makes me mucho happy, uh, I know that doesn't go together, so so this week, it's Sunday right now, so it's, uh, it's Sunday, uh, October 4th, um, a little bit before nine so i'm not going to try to keep y'all too long because i want to get my turkey burger on uh it's calling me and uh, i said i want to knock out this uh this podcast so i could uh you know get this uh get this grub going so a lot happened this week and uh, even before i get into what happened this week i want to shout out a couple people real quick um i want to shout out first and foremost god thank you lord for giving me this platform and this equipment you know and you know it's paid off you know Shout out again to uh, Beats by Dre, even though they're not my sponsor. Um, in spirit, they sponsor me. And shout out, um, y'all can hear this right here, Skinny Pop. Skinny Pop Popcorn. This thing has gotten me through the week something fierce. I mean, I love these guys. Um, nutritional facts, you know, six grams of saturated fat, 45 milligrams of sodium, only nine grams total carbohydrates. Only two, zero added sugar. Come on, somebody, man! I can eat these all day. I'm not skinny yet, but it's popping. So shout out to Skinny Pop for just uh, existing, man. I'm declaring this that you're going to be a sponsor of Improv with Hav. I'm going to tag you in this because, um, yeah, I just want free food. So I'm going to put this to the side. And shout out also to um, these organic berry tiny gummies. Yo, Trader Joe's, you're doing one thing right for 99 cents. And Trader Joe's, you do this to me every time I come into your store. You put all the snacks, all the good snacks, all the chocolate, dark chocolate, you put it right in front. You know I'm weak. You know my flesh is weak. You know I'm not going to pass by and not pick up some peanut butters, huh? Some peanut butter cups. So y'all added uh, to y'all amazing repertoire of snacks, these gummy bears. And man... I got three packs, fam. You know, that's not cool. But if y'all know me, um, I grew up loving gummy bears. Oh, man. So now they're organic. So there's no pig fat in them. There's no, you know, horse hooves in it. It's all, you know, organic. So that makes me feel a lot better about my gluttony. Um, So, sorry. So let me go into the shout outs real quick. Um, I want to shout out um, Brenda Taylor from Shop Taylor. The homies in Oakland, they were um, premiering today over on, um, not today, but this week on Ellen. 
Ellen, the TV show Ellen, shouted them out. You know, they make amazing clothes. It's a mother and daughter business, black owned. And, um, you know, they make these uh, amazing like face masks just for women, by the way. Um, you know, I'm, I'm waiting for some 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 guy apparel. That'd be great. But they they make them really nice for the sisters. And Ellen shouted them out like just literally just took the show and shouted out you know their their organization and you know jamie foxes i think um visited them before and you know london breed was wearing it mayor london breed let me get that right for the queen uh mayor london breed was wearing it. another actress too from oakland had them on so i want to shout out brenda taylor and shop taylor go check them out on instagram or their store the boutique i believe it's on broadway um go check them out i want to shout out my kenyan brother come on the guy who hooks me up with all the free um, streaming platforms, <laughs> my guy, Jacob, represent Kenya. I forget what tribe he's from in Kenya, but it's a, it's a dope tribe. Shout out to my boy. It was good catching up with him this Saturday. And um, so, look, man, I'm, you know, I don't, I don't go out and protest like I used to, but I'm about to go protest uh, Jacob's neighborhood in San Francisco because he was telling me, uh, man, he's scared to go protest. Because, uh, excuse me, protest. He's scared to go jog in his neighborhood because there's a police station right by it. And he said, last time he went running, uh, one of the cop cars followed him. And, you know, he thought about Ahmaud Aubrey and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, man, that's real, bro. That's not cool. But, you know, there's always, you know, you can go down the block and run up, you know. But, you know, I understand the struggle. I definitely have lived by police stations before. Um, I've lived by 850 Bryant, the police station. And so, um, you know, nah, you, you got to run, bro. You got to run. Heck no, we won't go. You got to be able to run in your neighborhood as a black man and people not thinking that you stole a purse or beat up somebody, okay? We can run and get our cardio in without no criminal activity. So shout out to my boy, Jacob. Um, get your run on, player. Get your run on. Um, who? Oh, shout out to Meg the Stallion. Man for a little cutie pie youngin i should call it made the young stallion because she's a youngin but beautiful and what she did on snl this saturday i'm calling out cameron coon or i forget his name um daniel cameron um that was beautiful protect black women like if anybody needs to say that she needs to say that and and has all right and authority to say that and she had a dope display and made a great point you know, uh, as I said last weekend, we we did the I'm so I'm sorry, Brianna episode, and so shout out to Megan for um, taking some time out. You know, through her platform, through the opportunity at SNL to make a statement, and I hope she makes more music like that. Like I know she makes the booty hop and you know the the wop, you know all those kind of songs, which are you know cool, whatever. But you know what really makes her attractive. And beautiful is when she talks that talk, right? That that revolutionary talk. And so I hope uh, we get more um, songs like that from her. She's she's really dope and articulate, and not only beautiful, but she's a smart sister. And so I'm glad she took that uh, that angle, and um, and I just pray she keeps going. Like we need that. We need that from from folks like that who are at the top, you know. So shout out to Meg. Um, shout out to Flavors Jamaican Grill. Flavors, I'm going to tag you on this too because this is twice in one week that someone told me that your food is amazing. Now, Flavors is not too far. Um, Flavors is a, is, a, is a Jamaican 
Jamaican restaurant that's um, that's in a city or whatever, excuse me. And two people complimented <laughs> complimented this spot to me twice separately. People don't know each other in one week. And I've had flavors before. And flavors is it's, it's pretty cracking. They're um they're uh, jerk chicken uh, combo, and you get the beef beef uh, patty too. Yum yum yum. Oh my god, that thing will have you asleep. T minus fifteen minutes. So the food is good. They I've never had a jerk uh, cheeseburger before, and I had one from them, and it was tremendous. So. Check out Flavors. I just felt like shouting you out because you came up twice this week in two different conversations. And uh, brothers love y'all. So, you know, I love to see uh, I love to see my people doing good. Shout out to good brother. But I love to see my people eating good food. You know, and Flavors, you seem to be winning the hood right now. So check out Flavors in San Francisco. Um, I think you can order or go pick it up. Um, they're a great restaurant. You should check them out. Um, shout out to also SF Black Wall Street. The homies, Tanish, uh, Gwen, um, Bivette. I think that's, I, I, haven't, I haven't met her, but I think her name is uh, Tiffany. So shout out to uh, this amazing group of uh, beautiful black women who are talking about black equity and space in San Francisco. Not only do they like drop some gems and do some dope workshops um, for the community, but they party hard. And they were at some event uh, yesterday at Cafe Envy. Shout out to Cafe Envy, I believe, on 3rd and Williams or Yosemite. It was one of those streets by the McDonald's, by uh, Martin, Luther King, Martin Luther King Pool. And um, they had like a, a, a cowboy, a black cowboy thing where people were getting on this horse in this like inflatable tub and, you know, falling face, uh, you know, falling uh, face down on their, you know, little floaty device or whatever. So, uh, look lit. I, w- I was thoroughly entertained. I wish I was there. And uh, but all the amazing work that y'all are doing, I just want to shout y'all out. Uh, Tanish was talking about getting on the podcast, so I'm definitely gonna have them come through, get them on the potty, uh, improv with hot podcast, talk about everything Black San Francisco, um, and how we can stay in the city and thrive in the city as well. So shout out, look them up, SF Black Wall Street, a dope organization, and. Um, Oh, some birthday shout-outs. So I want to shout-out my guy, Pierre, uh, out there in uh, Revival Church, out there in Vallejo. I want to shout-out um, Pastor Elena Wilkins, who's one of my pastors. It's her birthday, so I actually got to shout her out. Um, it's really dope that all these amazing people have their birthday around the same time. So it must mean that y'all collectively cool. You know, you you don't get on Hobbs' nerves. So, you know, I'm going to shout-you out. So... And there's some other folks. There's some folks who had babies, you know, babies' birthdays this weekend too. So shout out to kids, you know. Oh, shout out to uh, Kev, uh, the homie. He got married in Oakland uh, with my guy Jason. And uh, no, excuse me, he got married to this sister. Uh, I think her name is Fortuna. And my, I saw my guy Jason there uh, doing his uh, his fraternity dance and uh, killing it. I was like, man, this brother about to kung fu kick somebody, man. So shout out to my guy Jace. And a shout out to Kev uh, again for getting married, bro. I didn't even know, man. So congratulations to you, man. You found a good thing, as the word says. And, bro, I, I pray that your days are happy from this point on, man. So um, I think, yeah, I think that's everything for the shout out. So <laughs> with that being said, let's get into these topics because I have a lot to talk about. I'm going to try to run through these um, 
and uh, you know I'll be working on some more little you know editing things and segments and stuff. We're definitely gonna do the come on come on somebody uh, segment uh, where I'm gonna figure out you know what we need to all be agreeing on, and that's what I'm gonna say. Come on somebody. So here we go. The first one. This is a here goes the first um, topic for the come on somebody segment, and that is the presidential debates. Uh, which I call the presidential deflate because my energy was done. I mean, done after listening for two hours to audio trash. Oh my gosh, it was it was pure audio garbage. And what a sad what a sad day for America. I mean, I mean, people are looking at America, you know, this, 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 you know, we're supposed to be this shining example of excellence and democracy and freedom and wow, wow, wow. And people are looking at us like, wow, I, I know that it's a pandemic, but the, the circus is still going on. There's a clown show that happened uh, Tuesday night and I was listening to most of it. I was watching on YouTube, but I was listening to it. And I just wanted to hear it. And sometimes I took out my phone just to like look at it after work. And um, I was just so utterly disappointed. <laughs> I was no, I was embarrassed for us as a nation. Like, wow, this this is how far we've come. This is how far we've you know, excuse me, went backwards. That this is our debates where people are interrupting. We're talking about people, people, uh, kids. It was like Jerry Springer, you know, but the geriatric version, you know, the the OG edition. And I mean, it, it, it was so much has been said about it. Uh, I, of course, you know, you know, 45 not addressing, you know, the white supremacy thing. And, you know, Joe Biden was, you know, he was, just, you know, I, yeah, it, 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 it was horrible. They both were equally horrible and I know some people are you know are definitely you know anything against Trump or Joe Biden but Joe Biden you got to be honest with yourself man if you had to pick him out you know amongst you know burn if you know if you're on the left between Bernie and AOC and a couple other people he would be last on your list <laughs> easy <laughs> easy and you know a lot of this kind of like you know, universal talk and, you know, trying to bring it, it's just like, no, bro, like, as much as Trump looked like a complete, utter, uh, a-hole, what you, what he said, by, or what he didn't say, that's what I should say, what Biden didn't say, uh, was heard loud and clear, and so I, I left, like, none of y'all deserve my vote, none of y'all deserve to get this man's vote in your ballot, uh, because you didn't do anything, you didn't speak to me, you, you know, you, you spoke, or, uh, uh, you know, out and around it, um, and so, yeah, the, the thing with, with Trump with the diversity training and stuff, I mean, that's why we're in the predicament that we are, because we aren't getting trained more, we can't have a shared destiny if we don't have a shared history, come on, somebody, Let's put that in the segment also. Shout out to Kirk Davis on that one. So, yeah, that was an utter failure. And um, 
you know, we'll get into what else happened. Uh, <laughs> just when we thought the week uh, was pretty horrible and bad and sad at, at that point, then it gets worse later, like Thursday going on Friday. So um, after that, um, you know, I've had a little procedure this week. Uh, brother had a cyst, a deceased and desist, <laughs> a, a cyst removed from my back. And, uh, you know, I thought it was going to be like a, a simple... Matter of fact, it was the same day. It was the same day. Uh, it was a Tuesday. And, you know, I thought it was going to be a quick little procedure. You know, I had it done before. And, uh, you know, just whatever. And, man, it was nothing like I remembered. I, you know. And then it's always crazy when they take it out, right? And, and then they, they show it to you. And I was like, gosh, that was in me? That was in me? Oh, it looked like, I don't know, it looked like something I would throw on the grill. It, it was horrible. It, 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 you know, it was a great reminder, right, of anything that is not being released that can back up, you know, that's not good for you, that you need to do preventative measures to make sure that thing doesn't happen. And it, it opened my eyes on a lot of different levels about uh, unforgiveness, uh, bitterness, different things that build up that eventually show, you know, and they have to be removed. And, you know, it definitely, it had a lot of significance to this little procedure, even though, you know, my back, I mean, they cut me open three inch uh, incision, you know, where they took this thing out and then put this big old band-aid on you know that I had to shower with and you know bled on it looked like you know someone had slid him you know was playing baseball on my back and slid on my my wound like for three days straight but uh it's getting better and now I got a little bit more time to go or whatever but um, I'm glad it's out you know I'm glad it's removed it was unnecessary didn't need to be there and I just thought about spiritually what else um, do I need to remove that's just sitting there that's not productive, that's blocking um, flow in, in my life, and it was, a, it was a great reminder, you know, and I had to feel a little pain, but uh, the pain was worth it, the pain was worth removing something that uh, ultimately was holding me back, and wasn't doing me any 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 good health-wise, so um, shout out, thank you to my, uh, the doctor who were really cool, and um, you know, shout out to the doctors who are working, you know, in, in, in the midst of, of a pandemic, you know, pan or whatever, um, that's very real, you know, folks are still coming to work. People are still showing up. People are still providing operations. People are still serving the community, putting their lives on the line. Um, and can just be, you know, their demeanor was just cool. You know, I was, I was like freaking out for them. I'm like, man, you know, God, please don't, you know. Last time I checked, I was, you know, Nipsey, uh, you know, I had a clean, clean bill of health, but you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to put, you know, their lives in jeopardy because of a stupid procedure, but you know, everything was smooth. Everything was great. And, um, I'm just very thankful, very thankful to the doctors for, um, for showing up and helping a brother out. You know, they could easily be like, I'm scared. I don't want to do it, but they're still showing up and they're still being a bright light in a crazy time. And you know, I'm just super, super thankful for them. So, yeah. So, moral of the story is, um, how about you take out whatever is bitter 
in your life before God has to take it out because it could be painful. So I believe God gives us the option to take out things and remove things that are are harmful and, and are hindrances to our future. But sometimes our hands just aren't enough. Sometimes we do need, you know, in divine intervention, divine incision to get things out that um, that that have been stored for a long time that are not helpful to your long-term goals, visions, and plans. And you need extra pair of hands, plain and simple. And so um, I'm just thankful for those hands because, you know, if it leave it up to me, I would have, you know, jabbed a fork back in, in my shoulder and just popped it out. But it, 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 it was it's an art to taking it out. And so <clears throat> I just pray for whoever's listening, anything that's in your life that you feel like you can't remove or you can't get out. I pray that we all rely on God's strength to help us to be those hands, right? Those, those, those gifted hands to remove anything that's building up that's causing um, long-term health risks for our lives, spiritually and naturally. So thank you for, um, you know, shout out to my boy, David uh, Wilkins, Pastor David, because uh, I told him after the fact, he's like, bruh, can you let me know early so I could like pray for you? And when he said that, um, I got convicted big time because, you know, I'm just used to doing things by myself. I'm used to being by myself. I'm used to, um, and probably that's a, a big problem, right? Like I'm used to being in isolation. Like I'm not going out. I'm not going to any parties. I'm not going to any outdoor lunches. I'm not, you know, going to the beach. Actually, I went by the water. Take that back. I <laughs> by myself. I went uh, by the ballpark and I sat by the little bay or cove, McCovey Cove, and I just sat at the water. I'm like, man, this is so beautiful. <laughs> I mean, they didn't build this for us, of course. They built it for the new visitors of San Francisco, but it was just beautiful. It was beautiful just to sit there and be in amazement of like what people build, right? And I'm like, this is my city. Look how beautiful. I, I mean, I don't live too far from it, but I don't come down here and just sit by the water and just chill or get, you know, you know, clarity or clear my mind. And so it was super, um, super healing. It was healing just to sit by the, as a creative, it was healing to sit by the water on a beautiful Saturday and just watch people and just watch the water and, and the grass and it almost felt normal you know anyways to go back to my boy David um, yeah so again I, I do all these things by myself and you don't realize that people actually care about you and want to see if you're okay and see if you're doing good and you know want to pray for you before and so you know, I got to do better with that. I got to do better. I have to do better uh, with sharing my life with people and around people and letting them know I'm good. You know, so shame on me. Shame. Uh, <laughs> but I'm going to do better, you know. Um, so in two weeks, I'll be going back. So I'll, I'll tell the podcast family, hey, pray for me as I, I think they're going to take some staples out or something they put in my arm. Uh, so. Yeah, you know, there's people that actually care about my my well-being and want to just wish blessings on me. So I will do better and I will reach out to the homies and definitely um, say, hey, shoot a brother a prayer. Um, 
we'll see what else. Oh, so yeah, so that so all this was Tuesday. Now we're going to Thursday, and I, it's, it's Thursday's late night. I'm talking to, to a friend, and they text me, and they were like, "The president has the COVID." I was like, "What?" I said, are you serious? You know, because right now, you know, with social media and everything, I mean, everything's a conspiracy theory. Everything is, you know, the devil's at work and, you know, the vaccine and, you know, flu shots and, you know, um, impossible burgers. Is it really impossible? You know, everything's up for question right now, right? Everything is up in the air. And I was like, whoa, you know, I was really 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 shocked <laughs> and I I thought I thought my my, my my first impression of it was I was just going to be like ha ha like just go in on him and I immediately just felt sad for the dude um, and not for what you think um, you know some people believe in karma I, I'm, I'm not a karma person I'm a, a reap what you sow kind of person and you know when you see somebody and you know that, that like there's that cloud over them there's that judgment and as much as they deserve it as much as they uh, <laughs> should should endure that cloud for all the fracking they've done and all the crap they've done when you see them get it it doesn't feel fulfilling right and so I wasn't fulfilled you know, <laughs> I wrote in my notes, uh, the news was calling him fat because he's like 240, right? And so he's like, yeah, you know, he's he's in that he's in that age range where he's older and he's fat. <laughs> Damn, they just called the president fat. And um, you know, I, I you know I told folks I believe I had you know whatever COVID version of of it was back in December of 2019. And that whatever I had for those, you know, almost a month and a half for those two weeks, right? Just bedside doing the Harlem Shake and uh, you know, just doing all this stuff. Like God, what did I do? What did I do to deserve this? Come on, I thought you loved me. I wouldn't wish that what I went through on my worst enemy. And I have a lot of enemies. I mean, I have a lot. I feel like Drake for real. And I believe, honestly, if 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 you ain't got a lot of enemies, you ain't doing something right. If you ain't got a lot of people who um, either hate you openly or hate you publicly, then there's something not right. And everybody has haters, you know. And as much as we want peace, as much as we want uh, happiness, people, some people are just are haters. Some people are enemies. And you know what? What I felt during that time of sickness, I'm like, man, I. I did. I couldn't. I couldn't wish it on him. I'm not surprised because the moves he was making was irresponsible and just. I mean, the audacity to possibly know that you were sick and you were moving without a mask and moving with people at events where people weren't wearing masks is so irresponsible. It is so disrespectful to people. Um, you know, you, you're you're already arguably um, responsible for hundreds of thousands of people dying. Maybe a hundred thousand. Let's say on the light side, a hundred thousand for not acting soon enough and downplaying this thing. But now, 
You possibly have known you had it and you're hanging with people. Like, bro, no, no. And, you know, I I saw the memes, the Puerto Rico ones were hilarious with the bounty. That was hilarious. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. That made me laugh. And you know what? And Puerto Ricans, we deserve to talk mess because you throwing toilet paper at us during, you know, the hurricane, that wasn't cool. Um... But I was truly hoping. I, I just, I, I didn't, I didn't get any gratification. Now I saw some people on the left were just like, it was like, oh happy day, oh happy, day. like, like people were almost gonna like just dance in the in, in the streets because he got sick, and that wasn't me. That wasn't me. Um, because he's older, I have a grandmother his age, and I was like, damn. Like that, it, it's tough, you know. Who, whatever age you get it, you get COVID. It's tough, but when you're older and get it, it's that much tougher. And you know, and we, we still don't know. You know, everyone is. It's a. You know, he's doing this to. You know, uh, it's a conspiracy. He's faking. You know, he's. Uh, you know, he's trying to throw everything off. Y'all might be right. I'm not going to deny that y'all might be right. But let me tell y'all something too that can also be another scenario. God will sit, and part of my French, will sit your ass down if he wants. And you know what? He deserved to get sit down. Now, I'm not going to say via, you know, a a, a deadly uh, virus that he's been neglect about dealing with for the American people. But God will sit you down. Trust me. I know. Because I've been sat down multiple times. Nothing for that, though. That, like, what he's done, he needs to lay down <laughs> until God says you can get back up. But my hope was that this moment was going to humble him. My hope was this moment was going to allow him to transform and renew his mind because the stuff that the president of the United States has been saying you know the race baiting and the racist comments and the the divisive talk and you know threatening you know the stand down and stand by you know all that crap he he needed the break And and I was hoping like I was like praying, God, get him, get him. Because, you know, as much as we as people want to see folks uh, receive justice and get theirs, I believe deep down inside, a lot of us would want folks to just apologize, like legitly atone for what they did sincerely. Um, And again, there's levels to this. You know, some things people do, you know. It, apology may it may not be enough. You may need some further consequences, but at least you could start with that, right? Some things apologize mixed in with time is a cocktail for forgiveness long term. I get that. There's, there's there's levels to this, but um, most of the people that I've wanted to see destroyed, I just I wanted them deep down inside to tell me that they were sorry. And regretful, and and it was wrong for me not to tell them. For them to tell me it was wrong what they did, and 
course, most of the time I never got that. But that's what I really wanted deep down inside. I've seen God uh, put hands on people spiritually for them messing with me and not doing right by me. And, and that's not pretty either. And so, you know, we have to be careful what we wish, you know, and what we want. But anyways, going back to, to Numb Nuts. Um, so, you know, I'm like, okay, cool. And so I'm listening to him in, in the hospital and I'm not really seeing humility. I'm seeing a lot of false humility. Like, yeah, we're going to come together, you know. Um, and then I saw this thing about him writing this letter and it was a blank, you know, him posturing like, I'm strong, I'm a leader, you know, all this like, uh, this fake masculinity, you know, that a lot of these older white guys do, to be honest with you, right? Pump faking a lot. You know, he was, he was, he was, he was dueling on a blank piece of paper to show that he was strong. And it's like, if you don't lay your ass down, bruh. <laughs> And I say ass with a Z, not ass, ass, lay your ass down. Um, I thought that was fake strength. Like there's people who can't get up who are on ventilators who, you know, are fighting and you're over here trying to prove to people that you're healthy. Um, I was like, God, maybe my prayers aren't being answered um, because I'm not seeing any kind of humility or remorse for what he's done. Now it's not over. You know, God's not done. You know, and you know more can happen, but I, I'm, I'm hoping deep down inside that the president would really um, see this as a moment to repent and turn from his sins and atone to the people he's hurt deeply and change and re- and really bring about unity. Now that would be a freaking miracle (laughs) it'd be a a miracle and I know I'm speaking on miracles right now but man it it would be dope but I highly 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 doubt it's gonna happen because of pride as the Bible say pride cometh, cometh before the fall and you know, this brings me to another topic too like I've been I've been telling you on in the podcast like I've been struggling I've been struggling dealing with um, the notion that I, I I worship with people who believe in Trump, but don't outright say that my life is important, my life matters. And so I'm still figuring out, can you be a Trump supporter and also advocate that black lives do matter? Can you do it? Is it possible? It, do those two things even mix? Can they even co- co- cohabitate together? Can they coexist together? Um, because it seems like from the Trump side of it, we're complaining and, you know, we're, we're leftists and, you know, BLM is this and that. And no, what about the issue of black people being brutalized by the police, um, systemic racism, dealing with these real core issues, you know? Um, and I believe a lot of people hide behind their faith, hide behind, um, their politics to hide their real, their heart. Right. Someone told me creativity comes from the heart. It doesn't come from the mind. It comes from the heart. And I believe a lot of people are very creative about not showing what what they really are, who they really are and what they really are. And I'm in a season where, nah, bro, we we can't we can't hang out until some things are very clear. If my life doesn't matter with the person that you're supporting, we can't be cool, period. I don't play church. I don't do church. I didn't grow up in church like that. I grew up in the street. And God brought me home. 
but I don't I don't do that systematic uh, play play. You know, I don't I don't play play like that. <laughs> that's that's the word play play. Um, so I, I need to know where folks stand. You know, I need I need to know where you at. I need pulse pulse check. If you can hear it, let me check your pulse because um, I, I can't do the fake stuff. And a lot of them folks, too, you know, who, who be on the, the Trumps of, you know, consume black culture heavy, heavy. Y'all listen to the same artists I listen to, watch the same basketball players. And yet our lives mean nothing to you. No, we can't be friends. Trey songs. <laughs> he has a song called We Can't Be Friends. Um yeah we gotta talk um we, we gotta have some real conversations with, with my faith community and just other folks bro like you know may, maybe maybe when someone else gets elected but I, I i um i identify the right and those trump people with folks who don't empathize with the struggle of black people and until i meet other folks that can help me change that that's gonna be uh engraved thought uh, until people tell me otherwise the actual title of this uh, podcast is I'll believe it when I see it and I, I need to see it faith, you know faith come by hearing and hearing of the word I need to see it and I need to hear it that my black life matters to you and the people that are in my community matter to you and that you can't hide behind, you know, you know, I, I like Trump, but yeah, I don't, you know, I don't like black people like that. I just, we're just cool, you know, because we're Christians or, nah, bruh. No, everything is up for discussion. And I never thought, you know, I don't want to become the monster that I hate. You know, um, I was going to talk about the SNL skit, which, you know. People on the left, as much as y'all criticize the, you know, the right for being ruthless, cold-hearted, SOBs, and racist, which is rightfully so, y'all got some people on that side, too, that get down just the same way. I'm, I'm from the home of Karens, San Francisco, right? Where outsiders call the cops on black natives all the time. That's my city. Oakland is, you know, is, is, is joining that too with, you know, barbecue Becky and all that kind of stuff. But, um, just kind of the response, like the SNL skit was funny, but like at the end, you know, kind of wishing people to die. Nah, bro. We don't roll like that. We don't roll like that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not wishing anybody death on anybody because someone can wish death on me. Right. And that's just not how, how flows, man. So, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not rocking like that. Um, we, we got to check our hearts, even in the, even in the battle, even in the trenches. Again, I don't want to become the monster that I'm calling out and that I'm fighting because then I'm, I become a monster. I become a political monster or this thing becomes so, and I feel, and I feel that in the season right now, I feel the, the tension and the, like the, the transformation because I know people who are Republican, who are, um, who are Trump supporters, but I haven't outright heard them um, go against racism. They're, they're very silent and sly about their stances on certain things. And if you're going to want to be someone that talks to me and hangs with me, 
bro, you better you better let me know what time it is, or else I can't hang around you. You're not safe. I don't want to hang around people who are two faced. And I realize. Uh, black people that there's a lot of people that hang around us love our music love our culture love how they feel when they're around us you know love what everything our, our, our people do for them but don't want to stand up for us when it's time to or don't care about us period and you don't get to you don't get to have your cake and eat it too with, with black people you don't get to have your seven up cake upside down cake and, and, and sugar foot with black folks but then run and skip when the police come Nah, you going you gotta go to jail too. You gotta put your whiteness up for sale too. It all it, you know, you can't you can't you can't have the experience and enjoy all the dope things that it is to be associated, to hang with black folks and, and to be in community and to be protected, but then leave leave us to, to, to dry, leave us out to dry when moments like this come. I didn't see too many people rebuke uh, when he said about the, um, when Trump said about the uh, stand by and stand down, I don't see, I, I just don't see a lot of white folks or non-black folks calling out that racist stuff or just calling him out in general. Even if he does get elected, y- y'all still going to be silent? There's going to be a lot of friendships, I believe, lost in this season and rightfully so because we have a lot of traitors, people who don't really love us. And it's sad because black people, we go hard for folks we love. Who's who, sometimes I believe even more so who are not in our community, right? But then secretly, their 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 ideologies and their views don't line up with protecting and supporting us. And so, nah, you, you know, you gotta come. It's like that Homer Simpson uh, meme when he comes out the grass. No, 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 you can't fall back. No, no, you gotta come out. You know, what's that Diana Ross? I'm coming out. I want the world to know. I I hang with President 45, uh, 45, my bad. Um, Yeah, we got to (laughs) know. We got to know, Jack. And we will. Because time will tell. And pressure either makes diamonds or busts pipes. And so, um, yeah, we're going to do a lot of rotor-rootering in this season. And we're going to find out who's really riding with this. Who's really down to support us as a community in this season? Who are our friends and who are our frenemies? And we gonna know uh, because yeah, I just I just can't. What did my man say? Uh, Singletary can't do it, won't do it. Absolutely not. I will not entertain uh, heathens. <laughs> you know, even if you even even if you were riding with Biden. And black lives didn't matter to you. F out of here. You gotta go. Just like, but I don't really believe Biden. I, I don't. You know, you can't teach an old dog new tricks, bro. We were never value, valued to you. So you can you can claim all the stuff. You can get a, a black vice president. We know what time it is, fam. We know what time it is. So yeah, I just want to leave that out. You know, again, the SNL part it was funny, but the the end of it was like. Man, just man, I don't have to like you to wish you wish you well, you know. I don't have to like you to wish you well, and you know, it is what it is. So, yeah, I, I just yeah, that was crazy. And then last thing, um, I'm gonna sh- I'm I want to actually I'm gonna end it the show really dope. 
So uh, I want to shout out. Well, this is the pre-ending to it, but um, a brother who was who's who's an actor um, by the name of Thomas Jefferson Bird. Um, you know, he's been in a lot of he's been in eight Spike Lee movies, from Clockers to Bamboozle to He Got Game. Um, I mean, if you if you saw his face, you would recognize him. You know, it's, it's like the guy who is always in the Adam Sandler movies, right? And shout out to Adam Adam Sandler and Spike Lee for always casting your homeboys, because Hollywood's a beast like that, right? They'll they'll, they'll keep um, they'll keep casting their 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 familiars, right? The 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 good ones that they like, but Spike and Adam seem to cast their homeboys, like people that they love, and particularly Spike for, for this brother in Clockers, the scene he has, you know, he plays a, um, a dope fiend who has AIDS and how he talks about um, contracting it and his father being a, 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 a preacher. And he told him, he said, um, I'm trying to do it like he, he said. He's like, it's going to catch up to you. It's going to catch up to you. You don't have to pay for this. And he was right. Oh man, that scene! Woo, man, it hits, it hits, and man, he was in a lot, you know, a lot of good productions. And I say this to say, um, Brother Bird uh, passed away. He was shot and killed in Atlanta on Saturday. Shot in the back at 1:45 a.m. And so, uh, automatic, automatically makes me think, okay, it's 1:45. So either it was personal. Someone was just psychotic, I guess, whatever, or it was a robbery. Either way it goes, this man was 70 years old. Man, he didn't deserve to die like that. He was seven. As a black man, he made it to 70. And this is how he went out? Like, it breaks my heart, bro. Like, this is that's not, a, that's not a way for our senior citizens to go out. And I'm not saying he's a senior citizen in that regard, because that brother's still acting, you know, was still acting and making movies and. God, I, I hope to be an artist at 70 still. I hope to be as vibrant as he was. He looked he looked amazing. You know, I hope I hope to be that fly at 70. And to hear that this man was shot to death bro, at 70 years old is like <sighs> sad. S- like sad. And so I send all my love and prayers to that man and his family. Um you know, Spike, I, he's, I can tell he's hurting. You know, you, you know, he was in eight of his movies. So, you know, they have a pretty close relationship. And to find out that his homeboy died like that, I know it had to be devastating. So um, I just wish him well. Wish, wish Spike well. I wish uh, Brother Bird's family. Everything I've seen about him from other theater professionals said he was amazing to work with. I was a, it was a dope dude, a true professional. And um, it's just sad. It's just sad. So if you get a chance... Um, you know, catch him in some of Spike's movies. Uh, watch it over. This is amazing work. That brother left an amazing body of work behind him. And um, and so, on a more positive note, so I just thought about this, and I, I got to shout her out. Oh my God! I saw this meme of her looking at a Lakers player, and I wish I played in the NBA because the way she looked at him was like, "Hey, I like how you play today." And that person is no other than Rihanna. Oh my God, Rihanna. 
yo, she did a fashion show this week, and she had a brother up there, you know, who was uh, who was fluffy like me. You know, he had a shirt off, you know, showing his breast, showing his gut. Plus size guy, he was modeling. And I was like, man, Hav, you still got a shot. You still got a shot to be a plus size hand model. And now you have a chance to be a plus size model in general. Come on, somebody. That's a come on somebody right there. Um, so Rihanna, I don't want to I just want to tell you, I know you'll probably never listen to this, but you made my weekend. I, I, I don't care to see a plus size dude, but you're 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 cast you're casting fluffies. And I'm proud of that. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. The more you do it, the more money you'll make for Fenty or Fendi, whatever it is, Fender. Um, but I'm just so proud that you casted or, or hired a plus size model. Uh, brother showed his breasts. I was like, yo, Rihanna, okay, creating an industry. But um, shout out to good health and, um, you know, <laughs> and all that good stuff. We don't want to keep making a trend for brothers to be fluffy and getting roles and stuff. But um, just shout out to you. Just Rihanna's a boss. Rihanna is a boss and a beautiful boss. And I wish I could get hired by her for something. So shout out to Rihanna. Then last but not least, I saw a homeless brother. Um, his name is James. And he just asked uh, to pray for him. He was on the corner. He, in, uh, I had my mask on that said pray. And uh, he said pray for him. And so um, he said he needed it. And I thought that was amazing. And COVID, I immediately started praying for him right then and there. But um, y'all, you know, y'all will never see his face, whatever. But there's a brother named James, bald-headed uh, guy. You know, in San Francisco, we are, what, 3 or 4% of the population but make up 37% of the homeless uh, rate in San Francisco. And in San Francisco, there's about 8,000 homeless people. So we're black people are 37% of that and only 4% of the, of the actual city population. You talk about disparity. And so if y'all can tonight or whenever y'all listening to this, um, say a prayer for my guy, James. Uh, say a prayer for all the folks who are homeless out there. Um, not everyone is just being, you know, a, a vagrant and just trying to, you know, be crazy. Some people are really have lost everything. Some people have had people that have died and, and, and have not recovered financial things. Not everyone is choosing to be homeless. Some people, this is their only way to make it. And just please pray for those who don't have a home. There's there, there's other kind of homeless people, too. There's folks who, um, there's terminology folks who don't. Um, you know, right now bouncing from house to house, families, you know, who are, you know, maintaining, but they're still homeless. Just pray for them too. You know, keep them in your prayers. I know it's hard. We got a pandemic and people are can't afford a lot of stuff still. Um, with jobs and stuff, I'm grateful for mine. Um, that's that I still have one, you know, but uh, just definitely praying for families out there who who uh, needs some support, needs some prayer. And my guy, James, uh, the brother who I talked to, um, I thought that was real amazing. He just like, I, I don't need money. I, I need prayer. I, I want things to get better. And um, so he's he was, uh, I saw him at 4th and King. And um, yeah, please, please, 4th and Townsend. So please pray for him. Um, just send warm thoughts, anybody listening. And just for each other. You know, I'm just definitely praying for everyone out there as well. Hope y'all doing well. Uh, black people, I know <laughs> we, we like to call a lot of hoax and a lot of different things. But when this when it comes to this pandemic thing, 
Um, treat it like it's not a hoax because we're not afforded the luxury to not treat things seriously. And we need to take it seriously because it, it affects us more than anybody. Where There's never a time when we're not under attack some way, shape, or form. And so with this pandemic thing, please do your best to be protected. Whether it's the masks, washing hands, you know, six feet, you know, um, you know, virtual hugs, virtual kisses, whatever. But um, take care of yourselves. We, 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 the community needs y'all. The world needs y'all. And um, I hope y'all have an amazing week this week. Um, I'll be back um, again. Hopefully y'all like this and something good came out of it. But uh, yeah, it was fun. Today was cool. It was the longest one I did solo. Um, but it was really good. And so I thank y'all. Again, shout out to everybody who I, I named. And uh, we'll be bringing more good stuff. Hopefully I'll get SF Black Wall Street. Hopefully I'll get my folks from the writer's block. I'll get some artists on here pretty soon. i just been getting my feet wet, just getting comfortable with my voice and my flow. And I think I'm ready to start bringing some people on because, yo, I love the clicks. Come on, somebody. I might be able to put my kids through school with these podcast numbers, huh? No, not yet. Not yet. Um, I don't have any kids that I know of. So with that being said, thank y'all. Oh, Junika, thank you so much for always uh, hitting me up and, and, uh, and, uh, remind me of the quotables you know of of the podcast i appreciate you thank you queen and um everybody else who loves it hopefully we'll get some new folks to listen to it i'm gonna start calling this podcast uh wine because it it, it gets better as it gets older come on somebody sort of like me you know but uh, again i gotta get the heck out of here um (laughs) because it's that time so uh pray for me as well pray for our city and Oh, God, pray for these elections that are about to come up because it's going to be a hot, hot, hot mess. Pray, pray, just pray without ceasing and then get ready to get up and do something about it. So thank y'all, family. Love y'all. Appreciate y'all. And remember, more than anything, God is good and is a friend in need. And so, yeah, we'll be back. We'll be back. Um... Yeah, we're just going to ride out. We're going to ride out. Um, it's been fun. It's been fun. I can't tell y'all how fun this is and how dope it is to record, to hear. Uh, it's, it's just dope. You know, who knows what comes of this. Um, but, man, I, I hope I hope someone sees this one day and says, hey, that guy is cool. You know? Um, and, yeah, it's going to be good times. I'm wearing, I'm wearing my improv shirt. Uh, I wish y'all could see it. The YouTube video, you can see it. And um, yeah, it's good. Improv Hav. Improv with Hav on all major streaming platforms. Spotify, Apple, Anchor. Yeah, we'll be back next week, y'all. God bless y'all and see y'all soon. Peace.